Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club. Eating a lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey map, and 1080thefan.com. Hey, happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful Portlanders out there. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend, but let's check in with the most important man, Will Darkens. What's happening? Hey, Chief. I'm sorry, what? Hey, Chief, don't you talk to me like that. Chief? Yeah, Chief. Chief? I got called Chief this morning. Did you really? Came the guy, in. The guy pumping your gas? Hey, Chief. <laughs> hey, Chief, want to fill her up? That does sound right, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, if you, you would think that's probably where I would hear it, right? No. There's one of the caterers here this morning at the at the station? No, Raul did not say that to me. I can't imagine that he would. No, he didn't. Yeah. He was making my omelet. What's the new French guy's name? I was going to tell him that. What's the new French guy's name? That's doing oh, yeah, doing the pastries. Uh, awesome job. Delightful, man. Yeah, absolutely. What was the, uh, I don't even know what the fruit combination was inside of those uh, those uh, croissants, but it just, it's remarkable. Came in with my coffee. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a award-winning producer for Golf in the Northwest. Yes, congratulations on your third straight award for most golf shows produced on Tennessee the Fan. I probably do have the record for most golf shows produced. Yeah, last year for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Three, um, three, three straight years. I came in with my coffee, and yeah. Jason Swigard was in here, and we were prepping for the golf show. Heavy prep. I had my uh, 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 copy of Golf Digest, sure, which of course you I did. earmark all week yeah. to order to keep track of all the the players and what they're doing and yeah, yeah. stuff. All the things about the stuff. I put my coffee down. Spills a bit. Goes on a piece of paper. Sorry to hear that. Swag turns, looks at me, he goes... Watch it there, Chief. Well, what even like a morning, Chief? No. It was a, it was a watch it there. Watch it there, Chief. And I go, excuse Ooh. me? And he goes, yeah, watch it there, Chief. I go. Oh, and he repeated it. You yeah. You gave him a chance to, to, to retract yes. the Chief. Right. And he doubled down? And he doubled down and said, watch it there, Chief. I wow. go, the hell's that? And he says, you know, like, watch it. I go. What does that mean, Chief? Why did you use that word? He you goes, know, I couldn't tell you. You know why? You know why? Who who won the Super Bowl last year? The, the Chiefs. Your championship caliber Is that producer. It? I'm I mean, we can go we can go the other direction, but let's be honest. Uh I mean, swag only sees you in his eyes as a champion. I mean, let's be we gotta put we gotta put our swag shoes on. We gotta put our, you know, uh comfort uh sketchers orthotics. And uh from his perspective, he just sees you and he's like, that's a champion of men right there. Have you ever been called chief? Ever? I'm sure that I have. Yeah. Right. But you can't remember, can you? Well, no, I mean, I don't, I don't know that it stood out to me to the right. point. I mean, you called me chief to start the show. That's right. So, so there's never I, really, you haven't been called chief because otherwise <laughs> there would be somebody in your life on a consistent basis that would call you that such as say, I say to you, dude, or man, or Hey guy, something like that. Yeah. Those, those are my regular vernacular. Never bud. have I called you chief. I no. don't call anyone bud. Sport. Sport? Yeah. It's kind of a weird one. Uh, the one that always got me, and this is obviously specific to me, but uh, I don't know if there's a version of this for you, but uh got called Lukester a lot. Hey, Lukester. Oh, that's oh, bad. Lukester. Yeah. That was always the one that I was like, eh, we can do better than that. The other thing that I get constantly, as you can imagine, is I am your father. Oh. From men, women, you, you still know. get that? Yeah, still. Oh, our uh, you gotta our, disconnect those people. Our our big boss here, on occasion, will just drop a. I am your father. I am your father. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess we can't drop him. No, no, her, not oh, her. Yeah, oh. not no, not, really, not the not the station man, not the man in charge of Tenny the fan. In yeah, charge of Odyssey Portland, Ms. Kimberly Martinez will drop the. I am your father. Everyone, I'm not going to lie to you. If I was you and she said that to me for the first time, because sure, I'm sure she yeah. did it, it like within a year of meeting you, right? She's she's done it. I think this week. Okay, yeah, the first time. <laughs> I don't what. I am your father. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't just know. dumb, dumb. Just, and carry it over literally the entire relationship you have with this oh, person. Yeah, even more as they go. Like the Star Wars, the movie, the Darth Vader. I don't know any of that. Yes, I've done that. I've used that one before. Uh, I've also <laughs> used the, oh my God, that is the best impression <laughs> I've ever heard. Can you do it one more time? Hey, come over here yeah. so they can do, it, like, it sounds just like Darth <laughs> Like, I've done that. I did have I did have a football coach in high school yeah. that snuck up behind me and did, like, a perfect Darth Vader, and it actually kind of freaked me out. Yeah, pretty good, but he had emphysema, so it was kind of cheating. Oh. Yeah, I know. So it's kind of bittersweet. 
Oh, but I've yes, I've got that. I've get I get that uh, constantly. So you know, it's it's certain things. Do you have something equivalent? Is it like where there's a will, there's a way, or what? Like what stupid people? What do people do with your name that shows how stupid they? Are? Well, now there was a brief, a brief moment. Will power. Yeah, will where there's a will, there's a way. Mm. I got that a couple times. Sure. Uh, there was a brief moment in the 90s where I'd get Free Willy a lot. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. because that was yeah. like a big time movie. Yeah. Um, which actually, uh, as you were gone, Will Ortner and I Ooh, dug into Free Willy and how I said, like, how the hell did that get greenlit? <laughs> Some guy coming into like a writer's room and be like, okay, so the kid's adopted and he befriends a whale and it jumps over him. Yeah. Can you Can you make an hour and a half out of that? <laughs> Yes, you can. Guys, like, listen, no. listen. We've already got the orca under contract. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I had the idea, and I said, I, I'm going to do it. Listen, listen. I'm just going to do it. Listen, listen. The, the orca's in. We just need to find the kid. Now. That's all we got to do. See, so here's the other one from movies that I get. Uh, Mr. Anderson. Oh yeah, and I had never seen well, those movies. I, well, again, I got to, yeah. uh, and they're both like franchise. I think they're making another one of those. I heard. Yeah, it's out, I think. Is it really? Another Matrix? Yeah, yeah, I think so. How much more of the Matrix can you do? Um, I don't know. I never I I I think I watched those with the about the same attention that I gave to the Lord of the Rings, which is pretty sure I fell asleep at the end of most of those movies. I think those long movies like now Lord of the Rings, I will attest, was one that I used to watch with girls because of the long Runtime, sure, it gave a sense. really long yeah. window of like, make hey, out. could I get, could I make out with this girl and possibly like For get to second base? Sure, yeah, yeah, like that's a good window you, right there. That could, was a strategy I had as a 13, be, 14 year yeah. old, and there were some great long movies that came out then. That's a stand up double, there's no question. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. That's Lord of the Rings, really? Yeah, oh, I just yeah. love this movie. 20 minutes in. I'll tell you what movie did not work. Uh, a friend of mine and I were, uh, were, were going to the movie store. Remember when they had movie stores? Do you remember these things? This is how old I am. What? Went to the video store. The, I believe it was Hollywood Video. Could have been a blockbuster. You were in California? <laughs> no, no. This was a thing. You used to go in and they'd give you the, uh, you know, the DVDs. So wasn't so old that there were VHS, but I do remember those as well. But we went in to, to grab a couple movies, and the girls did not want to leave the car. So we're kind of on this like double date movie thing. And we um, go, girls, what movie do you want? We don't care. And so we're like, well, if you let us pick, we're going to pick the two worst movies in the place. And yeah. they're like, no, you won't. Just pick whatever. It's fine. So we go to the guy and we're like, hey. And I think it was a guy we knew from high school. We need the two worst movies that you have. So we got Battlefield Earth. Oh, yeah. That's great. And MVP. Most Valuable Primate. Yes. Hockey Playing chimpanzee yes those were the two movies that's great those do not get you to second base no they wouldn't no they don't even get you to first base like it's t-ball where you just keep hitting the t and yeah. it keeps falling over very very poor choice on our part now as far as picking the two worst movies nail that yeah those impressing, were good impressing the girls did not work at all battlefield earth is hot garbage oh. it's really bad well and see that's the thing is it's th this is where i learned the difference between so bad, it's good. It's literally a hockey chimpanzee. Yeah. And, and when they get this, so the monkey is on skates. They don't CGI it. They use real footage of a monkey on skates. They use real monkey. They use real monkey. But here's the thing. 
is they couldn't even clear the rink to get the footage of it because they didn't have the budget for it. <laughs> no, they blew it all on the monkey. <laughs> Wait. Damn. Our accountant's awful. He didn't account for this. We need an ice rink. <laughs> I hope this is clean where they blew it all on the monkey. I hope that comes through clean when we listen back to that because I need that. No, so they couldn't afford to get like a private rink. And guess what? The chimpanzee could not skate fast enough to uh, have the moves required of him in the script. Right, yeah. So each shot of the monkey, there are random people practicing ice skating in the background. And then they sped it up to like three or four times speed. Oh, man. And so the people in the background are just hauling ass. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a monkey. looks like he's going like faster than a normal skater. And then all they have the cutaways of like the actual ice rink that the other kids are in who can ice skate, I think. <laughs> And so it's just terrible. So we're just dying. And this is me and my idiot friend of these girls being like, oh, my God. And we're just like, this is hilarious. So that became our favorite movie. And then we put on Battlefield Earth. And it was. It was just so terrible. It was like there was no redeeming quality. Nothing to poke. The the only thing. And we didn't even know it at the time. We're like, well, that's the end of Barry Pepper. Yeah. The only thing of it was like, cool, we don't have to worry about that guy anymore. Like, because he was kind of a rising star from uh, Saving Private mm-hmm. Ryan. And then he's in this big John Travolta blockbuster. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, it's his fault. And John Travolta get, got to keep his career because of Grease and everything else that he had done and Pulp Fiction or whatever. So, like, yeah, he could stay in Hollywood. Well, Barry you know, Pepper, yeah. you're a sacrificial lamb. You know, Battlefield Earth is uh, Scientology oh, yeah. Yeah. mumbo jumbo. I. Yeah. Suppose that it is. Yes, it is. That's what he. No, no. I I understand it is. Oh. but when I'm when you're watching it and you have no knowledge, like right, you have right, no, right. then it's just garbage. Now, uh, here's what I will say. I got two. I got two things on on uh, MVP. Okay, right. Please. Yep. First of all, uh, they made a second one yep. called MVP Most Vertical Primate. <laughs> he's he's a skater. Oh, he's a- he's a skater. And the uh, promotional movie poster, they've decided to go aspirational here. Vertical primate. It is the monkey on a skateboard about to dip into what looks like an empty pool. And they've CGI'd possibly a a nine-year-old's body onto it. And the monkey has his tongue out like Michael Jordan. Like he's about to just tear ass. The The way Jordan would skateboard. And... There is available a DVD double feature where you can watch MVP Most Valuable Primate and MVP Most Vertical Primate on the same disc. Ooh, I love that. So how much, how much can we get that. that for? I'm going to guess, uh, I mean, let's see. Net- this is on eBay. Netflix just stopped sending DVDs. This is too much. 10 bucks. I'm oh, not paying $10 good. for that. What? No. Are you kidding me? Eight ninety five, and that's my limit. Yeah, that's probably fair. How about we split it? And then we can share. We'll swap. Like you get <laughs> the dis- you get most. I think vertical- it's one disc. Oh dang! Because <laughs> say you keep the most vertical primate disc. I'll keep the most valuable primate, and then we'll do a swap, and it's five bucks each. Make like an Excel spreadsheet to <laughs> yeah. It was weekend. To like who <laughs> trying to get to first base with this chick, man? I need most vertical primate. Hey, listen, listen. I'll give you two fifty if I could do a double feature. I think I got a chance with this girl. My other point. Oh, sorry. Is now you've seen Free Willy and Air Bud. Oh, sure, yeah. Because I think Air Uh, Bud. You know what? what? I don't know if I have. But you know. Well, okay. It's a dog playing b ball. Yes, but 
here's the reason that I don't think I have is you made me watch the abusive coach scene yes! from Airbus. Yes. And I was like, I don't think I've actually seen this movie. Yes. I'd always in my consciousness thought like, oh yeah, I've seen Airbud. Yeah. And then you made me watch uh-huh. like, is it the dad? No, it's the coach. Now this is what happens. It is about uh, if I remember correctly, because as a kid, I, I watched it is quite it, a lot is because it like, of this. This is why you don't have a dad. <laughs> this, now, this was intense. And I thought even as a kid when I watched this, I was I was maybe like 13 or something when yeah. I watched this. And I even had this thought back then. This is not me being uber mature or anything. It's just I thought it and I've stuck with it for this many years. About 40 minutes into the movie, which it's a kid's movie, so you're you're in it. Yeah. They have a scene of a coach. An adult man hucking balls at a 12-year-old yep. who's missing free throws, yep. abusing him. Wow, listen, it's a kid's fault for missing the free throws. This is a kid's movie. <laughs> and I thought that at 13, I go, it's a little rough for a kid's uh, <laughs> If you watch the first version 40 of 40 minutes, dog and boy, dogs making the boy feel welcome in this new town. 40 minutes in, child abuse. So, But here's the thing about these movies. If you watch anything that has 12 sequels, go back to the first movie. They were trying to make a movie that had a story about child abuse and how dogs can be good and you need an escape or whatever. And they have less of the dog jumping and it's like, cool, the dog can play basketball. And then what they do is they make the sequel and somebody's like, you know, I really like this. The dog playing back, and so then they, what they do is then the dog can jump higher, and it's on a skateboard, and its tongue is out, and it's the whole thing. And then they bring in more puppies, and then it's Air Buds, and it's a, like wow. one of the puppy. They were, pu- and then they cut out all of the thing where they're going. Actually, like I was trying to tell the story because I was abused as a kid, yeah, and like my dog really helped me. And they're like, "Fire this guy! Get him out of here! Get somebody here where I can write dog dialogue around more puppies! Get this guy out of here!" They're trying to sell something. That guy's out of Hollywood, but he's the reason the movie originally got made is because he had a terrible childhood and his dog saved him. That's what happened. Same thing with the whale movie, Free Willy, that I don't think I've actually seen either. Care to guess how many of these there are? Thirty. Probably, I'm gonna you gotta go, go down a little more. I'm gonna go. There's probably 10. You're very close. There okay. are 12. Okay, Airbud, Airbud Golden Receiver, Airbud World Pup, yeah, Airbud Seventh Inning Fetch, Airbud Spikes Back, Air Buddies, Snow Buddies, Space Buddies, <laughs> Santa Buddies, Spooky Buddies, Treasure Buddies, and finally, Super Buddies. So, this is the. <laughs> I think and if you're wondering, buddies is just the puppies. Yes. Oh, I'm aware. Oh, okay. So here, <laughs> there's a rule in my house. I think I've told you this already. Uh, the twins are allowed to watch movies like Treasure Buddies, which I know that they have. Yeah. They're allowed to watch those as long as me and mom are not in the room. Oh, interesting. I'm like, you're old enough. If you want to watch like anything that's approved by Disney Plus, we're fine with that. We're going to go ahead and exit. If we're in the room, those things do not go on. But my kids absolutely love, I don't know about the Air Bud or the Golden Receiver, but certainly the Buddies movies, that's how I'm aware of those. I have not watched any of them. I've accidentally walked into the room when they're on, and I'm like, wait. Oops. No, the fun part. Here's the fun part. You watch them for three minutes and go, wait, is that Harlan Harlan Williams? Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 And it's, uh, Colin Hanks. Yeah, there He's you go. He's in the latest that, one. There you go. And it's it's going like who is the actor that is doing yeah. so poorly that they needed a paycheck and they needed to keep something on their IMDb page oh, that man. they did Air Buddies seventeen. Let me tell you something. I would I would jump 
at an Air Buddies movie. If you got a phone call right now, oh. Air Buddies 13. See you, dude. I'm and- out. Seriously, I quit on show. <laughs> like, if they're like, yeah, well, the problem is, like, it's like a two-year commitment. You got to move to Los Angeles. What's Hey, honey. Yeah. Could you could you find childcare for Finn for the next two years? I'm going to Los Angeles to be an Air Buds 13. Air Buddies 13, and it'll probably be something about some financial scandal. Oh, I was thinking the puppies getting. I was thinking they were bringing the whale back. And the, it was Free Willy. <laughs> the puppies embezzle money or something. No, no, it's Free Willy with the puppies, and then they need a will. All right. Uh, hey, uh, big sports week. Should we talk about it? Let's do it. All right. Uh, we'll see how Will's bra- uh, how's uh, Will's mock held up. My big board. Yeah, free the free Willy segment next. We're gonna unleash Will on all of you with his uh, mocks, and we'll see how they look. So we'll look at the NFL draft still in progress. We'll do that next. Center and Saint, any of the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back in, uh, Sinner and Saint. I'm Luke Anderson, uh, pointing at Will Darkness across the glass from me. Um, we were talking about movies uh, in the first segment, and uh, Zach from Portland, and the new Matrix was so bad it was good. Watched it at home with several pauses for drinks. So it requires alcohol. Yeah. yeah. They should have that alcohol required for this for viewing of this film, because I think that's probably a thing. Uh, but more importantly, you have started watching some of the uh, the scenes from MVP, Most Valuable yeah, Primate. Yeah, I did, just because you mentioned it, and I was like, well... As good as advertised? Let's, let's see if he was just embellishing, but now you're... Yeah, in fact, you were you were selling it short. <laughs> Quite honestly. <laughs> It's even better, even yeah, better than I could describe, and I, I went pretty over the top with it. Yeah, it's, it's campier than than yeah. advertised. All right, so yeah, go watch uh, Most Valuable Primate when you get the chance. Uh, Will, how much time did you spend latched on to the 
NFL draft coverage. Uh, day one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I was at an event, so I actually didn't get to watch it. So uh, yeah. instead, we were tracking it on uh, on smartphones, which I realized I don't care. I'll catch up tomorrow. So I, I spent Friday doing my, my catch up on day one, uh, but did not watch any of it live. So I need to ask you, how was the pomp and or circumstance uh, for the event? Uh, it was good, man. I mean, you know, the NFL draft at this point has become kind of a uh, kind of cookie cutter event. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. you get fans there and dudes my th- walk out. And, but it's, yeah, in Kansas, it's in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia did their big, uh, you know, uh, art museum stage set up next to the Rocky statue and everything. Sure, yeah. Did Kansas City do anything of value to it? I know it's been kind of interrupted with COVID the last couple of years. But it feels like since they left Radio City Music Hall, it's become less cookie cutter, if anything. Oh, I think, you know, when I watch these, I don't really focus too much on, like... Because that's the thing, and I always realize this, like, I'll watch for about 15 minutes, and then I walk away and go do other stuff, and I just have it on, (laughs) and I'm, like, listening. Yeah, You know what I mean? This isn't something that, like, entertains the eyes. It's literally just, like, I'm just finding out. Now, the only great thing that entertained eyes was our annual, oh, that sucks, he's still there. The Will Levis yes. dropping. And Will Levis. I heard 37 cutaways to Will Levis. Bravo. He did a great job. Did he? He did. Yeah. He was very calm. Uh, he was very collected. His girlfriend's a smoke show. I already had two girlfriends there. Is that true? I think that was his mom. Oh, okay. And she is banging. <laughs> so mom, mom looks good. Girlfriend yeah, she, looks good. Uh, I mean, he's doing well. Yeah, good for him. Um, <laughs> not at the draft. No, no. That was terrible. I ended up in Tennessee. Good. Uh, yeah. I mean, Tennessee was smart as hell for what they did. Now, Levis was predicted uh, even at certain points in mock drafts. I know Mel, as he walked out, was pissed because his big board got blown up. Yeah, but Mel, Mel's getting ready to retire. Yeah, let's be honest. Mel, Mel invented the job, and then uh, you know the the what it's become is no longer Mel Kuyper Jr. There were some that were even saying that Levis would go as high as the third quarterback pick, though Anthony Richardson became that, which uh, in and of itself, I have said, that right there is the worst mistake in the NFL draft. Now, it is not the worst mistake in terms of picking Anthony Richardson because I do believe the upside on him is something you got to explore. You got to see because the guy had an incredible combine. If you look at the highlights that he does have, uh, again, from that Utah game, because they do drop off. Yeah. I'm just warning you. Oh, yeah. That's the only one I want. Yeah, really. And well, he's amazing. First of all, pick. Yeah, in that Utah game. Because yeah. seriously, every single time you hear analysts talk about him, they always go, and he was incredible in that Utah game. And I'm like, yeah, but like, what about those other yeah, yeah. games he played before what he about got the hurt? SEC schedule. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was the positioning. It was that the Colts yeah. picked him. And the oh, Colts do not need that. They needed somebody who was more ready to go and uh i believe uh, that guy's a project yeah but so okay so here's here's what we've had andrew luck mm-hmm. jacoby Brissett, philip rivers at 100 years old then <laughs> and he still Carson, did better than jacoby Brissett. carson wentz <laughs> uh pre-commanders mm. and then uh, the fossil of matt ryan that's right. I forgot about that. So, I mean, but that, yeah. this has been their quarterback lineage. I mean, and it, you go back to Andrew Luck, who was, you know, often hurt. Yeah. And you could put Curtis Payton in there. So if you go from Peyton Manning, yeah. the, you, the Andrew Luck years were, were what they were, but it was the, it was an unfulfilled promise for certain. Mm. But, like, they, 
the idea that that is the team going for a project. I'm kind of with you. I'm just, I'm just, I wanted to just paint that picture yeah, of going. No, they've kind of been going. Let's see if this works at quarterback instead of going something with feels like a sure, sure thing. But I don't think Will Levis was that, and Hendon Hooker wasn't that. So what do you do with that position? You need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. CJ Stroud's already gone. Bryce Young is gone. Yeah. I mean, do you just take the best player available there and then pick two guys in the second and third round? Well, I think you make a good point. Most likely, um, Houston kind of spoiled it for Indy, I would think. Yeah, I, that's, that that's was, what I think, too. Yeah, and that was, uh, you know, obviously the biggest splash of the draft is the fact that... Oh, the um, largest Huevos award. Yes, yeah, yes. The, the trophy. Have you seen the largest Huevos trophy? It's not not really that desirable to look at, but it goes to the Houston Texans. I yes. mean, that's a big, big swing. And it's funny because, you know, you put the value of that pick and you look at it and you go, Will Anderson has a lot to live up to because all of that pick. But really, that the trade assets that they gave was so that they could have C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. Yes, I mean, that's really what it is. So it's it's funny when people go, well, Will Anderson's got a lot on his shoulders. You know, they gave up so much to get that pick. They did it so they could get both of their guys. Yes, in fact, I I would say that uh, the reason it was so great that they actually went to go get Stroud, um, because you made the point, like, you are giving up quite a bit in terms of capital. But, I mean, think of that organization as they are right now. It's bottom up, dude. I mean, it is bare bottom. Like, they are developing dudes right now. Like, they are who the Bears were right before they got Justin Fields. They're just starting to kind of turn the key and be like, all right, what the hell do we have here? Deshaun Watson blew everything up. Bill O'Brien left this place in shatters with, like, four straight seasons of decline. Where the hell do we go from here? You go and hire somebody like D'Amico Ryans, who's an exciting young coach who's defensive-minded. You give him what he wants. Yep. Then you give the fans of the organization, the GM, the owner, what they want, which is the top name, top tier quarterback. And you hope that you can kind of rewrite the history of what the Texans have been, which is associated with a guy who sexually assaults women, right? (laughs) Well, is that what you you think of when you think of the Texans right now? No, that's what I think of when I think of the Browns right now. Oh, really? Yes, because the Texans... After all of those allegations yeah. came to light, listen, they're, the idea that the Houston Texans hands were, clean, right? That, no, I'm not saying oh. that, <laughs> but but they, you know, the NDAs and all of that stuff. When it came to light, Houston was like, "All right, we're 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 done with we're mm. done with Deshaun Watson." The they're listen. I'm not saying that they're absolved of anything. Mm. The fact that the Browns went and paid the highest guaranteed money ever. And wrote in a $1 million first year into said contract, knowing that he would be suspended and want to make sure he didn't lose any of his money to get that guy. Makes their scumbaggery, even though they weren't there to facilitate it like the Houston Texans were, makes them worse. Now, yes, Houston is awful. But when I think of Houston, I was trying to remember all the coaches since Bill Bill O'Brien. Let's see how you can do. Before D'Amico Ryans, what was their... What was their... I know Lovey Smith was there, right? For a year, yes. Okay. Yep. And then after For like that, a blink of an eye. Yeah. Who and was then, the guy before? That was This was the name that I was trying to think of. Oh. Uh, you know what? Check this out. Jim Tomasula. It's <laughs> a pretty good guess, right? No, it's, it, uh, no, it's oh. not him, but <laughs> that, was, that was a great hire. Chip Kelly to Jim Tomasula. Yeah. I, you know what? I think that was just San Francisco looking at Chip Kelly and going, you were so bad. We're going to hire this guy. Yeah. That's how bad you were. You mean like 
Just get. Can you look down the hall real quick? Yeah, Jim, you're in. Yeah, just get exactly. in. Exactly. We got to get rid of this F- guy. F you, Chip. Yeah. Well, I'd rather have Jim Tomsula coach than you. They're like, he's like, yeah, right. And he's like, watch me. That's what I think they did there. Uh, David Cully. And then. Oh, right. I remember that. And Romeo Cornell was the uh, interim. Uh, uh, yeah, David Cully. Nah, yeah, yeah, and Cully yeah. was like an old uh, yeah. an old defensive head from Baltimore. Yeah. I remember that hire. That was weird. Anyways, but that's. So now. And now you have yeah. D'Amico Ryan. It, it looks. The future for. for Houston looks a lot brighter, and they had the draft capital to be able to afford to go and do that. Well, and they signed Ryan's to, you know, what was it, like a 10-year deal. Like, they're obviously saying to him, like, look, here's your leash. Like, take your time. Figure it out. That's all you can do. You can't can't rush this. It was the same thing as um, what's-his-nuts over in Detroit. Um, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. They're doing the same thing that they did. The first two seasons with Dan Campbell, it was kind of like, oh, this this isn't looking great. But this last year was kind of your breakthrough. You didn't make the playoffs, but you won a bunch of games at the end in a row. And you won probably one of the most exciting uh, regular season yes. games right at the end in Lambeau and kicked Aaron Rodgers' ass is, out of Green Bay. It was awesome. It's greatness. But yeah. well, but there, uh, there's always been something to the fact of, of you have to give a coach time. Yeah. But the problem is if you give the wrong coach time, then sure. it buries your franchise. Yeah. So you got to see a little bit of a time. It's a difficult balance. I think coaching more important in the NFL, I think, than anywhere else in professional sports. Um, but it's interesting because you have to give them a little bit of room to make their picks. And the, maybe the worst pick was... Uh, Kyler Murray gets on the phone and goes, I need my left tackle. Barf. Straight up and get my left tackle. And they did. That's a terrible organization. Can we agree to that? Yeah. All right. Should we talk about the Seahawks draft? Sure. I know you want to. Well, listen, if you don't want to, we don't have to. No, we'll do it. But my initial response, I was terrified. But after yesterday, I'm feeling pretty good. I think they just made their uh, other selection. So we'll tell you who they picked in the uh, fourth round. And we'll tell you what is going on with uh, with the Seahawks' overall performance in this. But first, a sports interrupted. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Who took the money? Who took the money away? The 
Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Uh, 1080 The Fan is uh, the home of the Seattle Seahawks here in Portland. So I wanted to dive a little bit into their NFL draft. But uh, before we get into that, it's officially done. We know what all the compensation is for the Russell Wilson trade. Tell me who won this trade. Well, I think we know who won this trade. Russell Wilson goes to Denver, and uh, and then the Denver Broncos get a fourth-round pick in 2022. Uh, they got a defensive end last year with that pick. The Seahawks got uh, backup quarterback Drew Locke. Tight end Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, defensive end who is now a free agent. They got uh, last year Charles Cross, who is their starting tackle, who had a fine year last year. Uh, they had uh, Buamafe, who is forty-one tackles last year, three sacks, perfectly fine uh, defensive end. And then you have uh, the pick that they had uh, last year with uh, Tyreek Smith, and then this year they added Devin Witherspoon. And Derek Hall. So you add the top cornerback in the draft, and then they add a defensive end in the second round. So that is all done. Uh, Sounds like a Pete Carroll draft. Probably would, but that's just the trade. What would you have actually traded if you knew that Russell Wilson was going to be that bad if you were dead? Look, I mean, would it have been a fair trade if it was just Noah Fant <laughs> straight across? Look. Knowing what the results were. I think now with the Russell Wilson trade, you have to do a reset on your evaluation. Because, hey, look, he's obviously behind a step. Well, yeah, he, well, well, he's not as good as he once was. Well, we just talked about, though, we, we were just talking yeah. about the uh, you give you need to give coaches a little bit of time. You do. Unless they're terrible. Nathaniel yes. Hackett may have been one of the worst hires. Well, now, and also I think what was bad about Hackett was the fact that he was taking the mindset that he had with Aaron Rodgers sure. when he was working with him in Green Bay, which was, I'm going to let Aaron control things. Mm. And for the most yeah. part, Aaron Rodgers is actually, and I say this, uh, being annoyed with the guy and think he's pretentious. I think Aaron Rodgers is very good at managing people. He is. Yeah. He's very good at encouraging teammates. He's very good at building a team atmosphere. You can tell that. You can see that from like interviews they do with guys who's. I would say him. master manipulator, but yeah, you can sure. Say, you can but say. the dudes who play with him. <laughs> yeah. though. Now I agree with you when it's outside in the media oh, or I anybody think, else. I think that carries over. I think guys will say it because they've also been manipulated. Okay. But either way, here's the difference is that Hackett gave Wilson control of the team. Yep. As outlined in the athletic article that Wilson had his own office, apparently, on the coach's floor of the stadium. He had his own uh, uh, film yep. uh, meetings. Uh, he would have other strange little personal trainers and, and yeah, all like the things, his own, nano bubbles. Yeah, he got the, uh, the Brady treatment, his own facility kind of thing yep. outside of it. And he's not deserving of that. Well, no, and, at and, all. And well, and the the article was written. What was it like? Twenty eighteen about how Russell Wilson was kind of the cancer that was breaking uh, see, up yeah, the Seahawks, yeah. and and it was it was 
you know, I think largely dismissed after they continued to be successful. But you had voices like Richard Sherman and uh, and I don't think Bobby Wagner was part of it, but some of the other defensive players were certainly upset with the way Russell Wilson kind of demanded special treatment. Yeah, and he he was a little bit of a cancer in the Seahawks locker room. And and after he left, that was one of the things from last year. It wasn't just that Geno Smith played well; it was that everybody could relax and play football. And Pete yeah. Carroll is one of the most likable guys in football. I mean, I think you'd have to agree with that, even though you hate the Seahawks and you always hated USC. The guy is absolutely delightful, chewing gum, wearing shoes that look three sizes too big, and are obviously orthopedic in some way, marching up and down the sideline with all this energy, the pure white hair. The guy's very a very likable personality. He wholesale bought... Uh, Nike Pegasus yeah, yes, from 1998, and he has them in a warehouse somewhere in New Mexico. <laughs> and every go. year he says, "Send three down because I'm going to be running up and down the sideline." He is, but but the 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 last year the 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 Seahawks environment by all reports was fun again, which is which is what it should be when Pete Carroll is your coach. And then the Broncos immediately became stifled because of Russell Wilson. So you're you're absolutely right that all of all of that and then you have a first time head coach who just goes, Well I guess this is how I have to treat him. And yeah. so you have no I treated the other guy like this at so, the other place. So I think what you're saying is you have to reset it because this year it's going to be different. You have Sean Payton coming in. You have somebody who has a, a reputation and you have somebody who knows how to deal with a, a quarterback by just going, listen, you're not Drew Brees. And I Drew Brees didn't get these things, so shut up. So the best case scenario for Sean Payton coming in is going – Listen, you were terrible last year. I will tell you all the reasons why. You listen to me, not the other way around. So I think that you're right that the Broncos still have plenty of good years as from a health standpoint for Russell Wilson, and I expect him to be a lot better this well, year. Well, so they were hurt basically all year. I give well, them I give a that. little leeway. Yeah. Now, I just enjoyed in the fact that Russell Wilson failed after betting on himself so hard and being so cocky about it. Yes. But- it's the fact you have to be a little honest with yourself and give them the benefit of the doubt and go, okay, coach was terrible, injured players, no offensive philosophy. Now you have a Hall of Fame coach arguably coming yep. in. Oh, not arguably. He's a Hall of Fame Yeah, coach. like, yep. okay, let's see now. Yep. Let's give it a yeah. shot. Well, and I think I think the other thing, too, though, is is from the Seahawks standpoint, they don't need him to be bad for the next five years. The trade assets yeah, only really. only depended on the first season. So when you look at the fact that they had the fifth overall pick and got the number one corner in the draft, no matter what you think of of them taking a corner versus, versus a need like defensive line or right. interior line, they got the best cornerback in a cornerback deep draft, which gave them the freedom to go out and take the number one receiver in a very receiver deep draft where Jackson Smith and Jigba is taken. And then I think four consecutive wide receivers taken after that off the board. They go and get a defensive end in the second round, and then they have the freedom to take a second running back for back-to-back years where you lose Rashad Penny and your your running back room is Kenneth Walker, who did not complete his rookie season. Uh, without yeah. injury concerns and then yeah. DJ Dallas is that's your running back room is is Kenneth Walker and DJ Dallas so adding Zach Charbonnet I think is a great move so the the freedom that allowed him in this draft as well as the picks that they got is I think it's fabulous though you are not I am still concerned at quarterback that's, I think well, Geno Smith uh, you know and maybe I understand your point of view as 
kick the can down the road again. Sure. Just go again, see what happens. But can you please admit here, he is not the solution really to getting to a Super Bowl. Geno Smith can't get you to a Super Ooh, Bowl. Ooh, see, I I would disagree. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right. Because I don't think you're I don't think that you're relying on Geno Smith to get you to a Super Bowl. The remember the Seahawks uh Super Bowl run, it was the running game first, and it was Russell Wilson throwing play action pass. And Right, and, and Russell Wilson was leaps and bounds at that time better than Geno Smith. Ooh, leaps and bounds? Yes. Mm, at that I think time, you're giving Geno Smith a lot more credit than he deserves. I think you are giving Russell Wilson as a second and third year quarterback more credit than he deserves. He mm. developed into one of the best deep ball passers in the NFL uh, after those Super Bowl runs. He was not throwing the ball 30, 40 times a game. He was throwing the ball 20, 25 times a game. Now, what Russell Wilson had, and I think it's yet to be determined if Geno Smith has this, because I don't know how many big games you've had to lean on Gino. Russell Russell Wilson was, for the most part, very clutch at the end of games, and he could go and win you a game in the fourth quarter. I do not deny that. But I don't think that we saw enough of Geno Smith in those situations. There were some game-winning drives that he had last year, and there were times where you would like to see a little bit more from that. But giving him more weapons both in the run game and the passing game, which they did day one and two, I think makes it a lot easier for Geno Smith to go. You have to cover Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and Jackson Smith and Jigba at the end of a game, Mm. and you need a third down conversion, it's going to make it a lot easier for any quarterback. So I also give a guy who hasn't started for a full season since, what, 2017, 2016 for Geno Smith? And then he comes in and gets a first full year. Why wouldn't he have the ability to get better knowing going in knowing that he's a starter? I'll give him a little room. If it fails, they'll have a high draft pick and the quarterback class is going to be better next year. So I'm okay with it. Okay. Okay. Good versus evil. It's next. Center and Saint, 1080 the fan. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the what has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. <laughs> Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. <laughs> I love to uh, to learn. I love to challenge myself, to go deeper, to stand in the uncomfortability of life and see what my new edge can be. Um, I'm interested in a lot of different things. There's man choking on his own farts, Aaron Rodgers. The New York Jets introduced Q. Aaron as their new he- uh, quarterback to the media this week. The QB told the phallics of sweaty media hounds that the team's Super Bowl three trophy was looking a little lonely. <laughs> He did not commit to uh, playing past this season. He also said one of the reasons the Packers might not have been able to reach him earlier this offseason was that his house has bad cell reception. Uh, off to a good start? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean a good start? Go win football games. No. <laughs> shut up. No, I don't care what Aaron Rodgers does in the media. He's li- Listen, is he media savvy? I guess. 
he's just kind of a tool. He doesn't realize that the reason everybody has him there isn't for his mind. It's because he throws a football good. If he couldn't talk and he was a mute and played football the same way, everybody'd be fine with it. He thinks his words have some intrinsic value that gives people life and breathes into it because they go... Dude, he's a guy, deep thinker, damn it. No, he's not, dude. You you had it right. He loves the smell of his own farts. Uh, Maybe more than that. 45 and 16 career record, the fourth best of any starting quarterback in the Super Bowl era. There's nothing to be you know down about. And everybody's making a big deal. He did this without an agent. Let's just say for the sake of argument. An agent could have got him 10% more money than what he got. Would the 3% have been worth it? There's used car salesmen who will physically harm you into buying that Acura, Shannon Sharp. After hitting an impasse in contract talks this offseason, star quarterback Lamar Jackson and Baltimore Ravens have reached an agreement in principle on a five-year contract extension on Thursday. deal is worth $260 million, according to uh, people with knowledge of the agreement. It's also rumored that it is larger than Jalen Hurts' deal, which was previously the most valuable contract in the NFL for a quarterback. Did you see this coming at all? I, 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 I don't know that I saw it coming necessarily, but this is a resolution that I kind of hope for. Um, it's, it's really disappointing not to have Lamar Jackson playing in the playoffs. It's disappointing for me as a Seahawks fan on the West Coast with no real rooting interest in Baltimore whatsoever. Actually, one of my least liked teams in the NFL. I'm not sure why, but I've never really liked the Ravens. But I want to see this guy play football. He's that good. I want him to. St- I like it when when guys have a chance to go out and be great. And so I've been really disappointed that he hasn't been able to do it. I want that team to do well with Lamar Jackson because I think he's earned a shot to go out there, make all the money. But what happens now is he's going to have to do it with less weapons. He's going to have to be more the man, and he's going to have to stay healthy. I hope it works out. So this is kind of what I was hoping for, but I thought it might come to a really ugly end. Uh, but I think this is the way of the NFL is you have to pay your quarterbacks. The one team that was was able to move on from a guy in his prime was the Seahawks with Russell Wilson, and it's a rarity. This was an expansion franchise that the G League granted to the Blazers. So uh, Jody Allen and the estate owned the entire franchise, brought it to Portland, felt like this was the great location for it. And we really see it as a development cost. We want to get better. Certainly it costs money, but we want to make the team better. We want to win championships. This is a step toward doing that. There's Blazers team president uh, Dwayne Haskins acting as though he does not have an earpiece in of Jody Allen screaming obscenities at him. Trailblazers announced to Wednesday they are adding a G League affiliate next season, bringing the NBA's Development League to 31 teams. New team will play at UP Child Center. Name of the team, as well as the coaching staff, not immediately announced. What should we name it? Ooh, what should we name it? Uh, you get a little jump on the... Uh jump on the Portland uh, baseball franchise that won't actually come here, uh, which is good. Wow. Hey, MLB to PDX, Luke. It's going to happen, okay? Did you see the renderings? I love your positivity. Um, ooh, I, I, you know, all of all of my names have kind of gone the direction of the uh, of the the baseball thing. I'm I'm kind of on Portland Woodsman right now. That does not translate to basketball. Uh, it can't be as good a name as the Trailblazers. Ooh, I got it. Name it after Blaze. Make them the Trail Cats. Uh, I don't know about that. Why? It'd be terrible. Can we just like take you can't a really like, crappy reference from the 80s? Just call them the gar- Garbage Pail Kids. Ooh, that's not, not bad. But it's a it's a G League team, so they can't be really good. So like, what's what's a G League team's name? Like the Ignite? The Ignite, yeah. Yeah, so let's see. Uh, the Surge. 
Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. The Portland, the momentum. Yeah. Yeah. The inertia. Portland swing. Yeah. We're doing it. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, that's that's what it is. The the jump men or something something stupid. It's gotta be terrible though. Don't don't waste a good one on the G League basketball team, please. Because they're probably gonna move to Vancouver or Troutdale or something in the next few years. What about the Portland tractors? Oh, I like it. Just get a tractor in there. Yeah, just brought to you by John Deere. <laughs> Uh, this is a uh, favorite story of the week. Comes from Belgium. Okay, Belgium's fun. Couldn't they make point beers it out on a map. Chocolate. You couldn't? Nope. Oh, you couldn't. Uh, yeah, we we did done this. We've done this. Your European map filling skills Horrible. pretty terrible. You couldn't. You couldn't even figure out where the Middle East started. No, I did. I knew where Iraq was. Uh, I don't think you did. I did. I don't. I didn't know where I, Iran was. I That's don't. Where we I don't had think. A yes, Iraq. You got, but you didn't. I don't think Iraq is where the Middle East starts. Is my point. Well, we can get into that later. Wow. Right now, I have to tell you about this very exciting Belgium. story. As a Belgian coastal town of Depane. Did you even know that Belgium had a coast? Uh, <laughs> I do now. <laughs> Organized on Sunday for the third European Seagull Screeching uh, Championship. Yes. Is this actual, like, you own a seagull and it screeches? No, this or you is a, like a, a person. Yes. 50 participants took part in the contest, including first-timers and returning winners. This has been happening a lot. Each was judged by professional jury, which was awarded 15 points for how well they imitated a seagull sound. Love that. And then five points was awarded for their behavior. Their so behavior? If, yeah, so if you thought going in there, taking a dump and screaming would award you a lot of points, five is your max on that. So, wait, more important to or to not take a dump. Because <laughs> seagulls, if you're trying to be like a seagull... Well, like I told you, behavior, physical behavior, it's five points. So no, you, saying, you'll get your five points. That's what I said. If you take a dump. Yeah. I mean, it won't help as if much you, as you sounding like a seagull. Okay. Yeah. You running over to people's uh, table and just like ramming your face stuff. into their food and eating okay. it and then turning around and projectile pooping on them. Okay. Five points. Okay. Your seal screech or your uh, seagull screech. You got to work on it. Um, I'll give you five points if you can name uh, one bordering country of Belgium without pulling up a map. Ooh. Five points? Yeah. Make it ten and I'll do ten it. Ten points. If okay. you can name one country okay, now that it's borders Belgium. <laughs> you get one try. You get oh, one, oh. <laughs> one guess. Okay. Belgium. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to go with Finland. <laughs> Okay. No, not even close. All right. Well, thanks for playing. Well, uh, what was one? Uh, the Netherlands, Germany, France. Ah. Uh, I almost said France. Yeah, but you didn't. Right. So I almost did, though. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't thinking it, but like. Nope. Like, I almost. You, well, yeah. I mean, you had the F. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's like I was like, Finland. Yeah, Wait, F- should I have N- said France? Yeah, you just mispronounced France. <laughs> Simple mis- mispronunciation. It wasn't. I mean, I meant I when I said Finland, I meant France. Yeah. Look, man, they don't pay me to know a map. <laughs> no, they do. Thank goodness for you. I will hold up this argument every single time. You don't need to know. You really don't need to know that unless, nope. I, again, you're. A, I don't know. You work in international relations. Yeah, I think that's probably it. I, don't know. I mean, I've crapped on people for even more 
erroneous though good knowledge to have. Sure. Like of literature, like people who don't uh, know yeah. certain books. I'm like, why don't you? And it's like, why do I need to? And I'm like, yeah, you're kind of right. How many how many Canadian provinces can you name? Can I name? Yeah. I think there are six, right? No, I don't think that's right. Now I need now I need to check. I'm I'm gonna say it's in the teens. How many? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, there are 13 Canadian provinces. So you're that, halfway. There. What's that one up there? Uh, <laughs> That's my question. The uh, yeah, you know that one. Well, it's yeah. the the north. Uh, I, I know. I I know a few. The northern. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the what now? The yeah. <laughs> Boom. The northern maze. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's certainly not one of them. I could I could have gotten quite a few of these. I'm pretty good. I would not have gotten uh, Nunavut. Didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, because yeah. you had got none of the knowledge. British Columbia. Does that sound like one? I thought that was a city. <laughs> All right. BC. Very good. So so you listen. World geography. Uh, Horrible. Yeah. Even even uh, even your. Your uh, knowledge. What, should we try the U.S.? I'm all right at the U.S. Yeah, not okay. bad. Okay, give me the states that border uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. Now, see, this is difficult <laughs> because it's like the I gotta see it thing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Kansas, well, Iowa. I think Kansas. Yes, Iowa. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you. Breadbasket. Yeah. To the north. To the north. Uh, it's not Missouri. I think South Dakota. Yeah. See. Yeah. There you go. Okay. This, all right. I feel. I feel better for you. Yeah, I know the U.S. Yeah, map. Yeah. No, I, but you, you know it all right. You Northeast, meh. You understand why I'd be concerned. What if I did? I think if you ask a lot of people that question and you yeah. didn't give them just a map and say like, hey, yeah, yeah, show and me just which one. Add, or you wouldn't even have to say show me, just say, what's north of Nebraska? They'd look at it and go, oh, it's okay. South Dakota because okay. I know what that looks like. Sure. What states border Vermont? Oh, Vermont. Uh... Uh, Delaware, New Hampshire, and then Maine. New Hampshire, New Hampshire, correct. Maine is on the other side of New Hampshire. Uh, no it? points there. Uh, Delaware is uh, too far south. Uh, uh, New York is on the other side. Uh, upstate, upstate New York, Delaware, uh, down below New Jersey. Yeah, so you're a little off there. Tough so. one. The Northeast. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that. There's uh, the a other, lot of the, states in the, there. The other one would be Massachusetts, directly south. Ah, uh, so you yeah, You're kind yeah. of right there. It's, it's part of New England. I don't think Delaware qualifies as New England. Should have given you Delaware. You would have says you. Hey. Uh, hour two. We're going to get into some basketball. The NBA playoffs. Uh, how would you describe them? Exceedingly entertaining. Yes. For a first round, this has been fantastic, and it's still going. Also, round two starts today. It's very exciting. NBA playoffs, hour two, Center and Saint on 1080 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 